In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Costin, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, and Lisa Dietress. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. Woohoo! It's been so long. <laughs> it has e- been so long. We only live a mile apart, and I don't even remember what you look like. I know. Wait, did you went on vacation for 10 weeks? <laughs> I was. I actually went on vacation without return tickets. <laughs> I just <laughs> left. And it was six weeks, yes, a total of six weeks, or I guess five and a half by the time we came Crazy. back. Crazy. It was. I didn't want to come back. I had run away from home. Oh, that sounds so awesome. I wish I could. It is. It is. No chance. No chance. But you know what? We did miss you guys. You know, the kids and I, when we were in New York, um, we kept thinking about like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if Hannah and Parker and Nick could see these things? Or for you, Christy, when I got asked out by the Amish man, um, (laughs) I wanted you to be there. I wish I could have seen that. Oh, you know, it was over a bucket of beans. You know, I had gone um, blueberry picking. And I should say Mennonite. They're not really Amish. but um, And I've known a lot of these families for a long time, and I am a local. But it was very interesting to see him in his straw hat and his suspenders saying, oh, my gosh, you're back, and you've got two kids. And, you know, I'd love to get together. Maybe we could, you know, share some food and, and catch up. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting asked out by a date by an Amish man, <laughs> which was better than the 3,000-pound farmer. Well, and it's better than nothing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I was I was hitting some high spots. I had an ex meth addict, um, a three thousand pound farmer, and um, and the the Mennonite man. Um, you know, it was sharp stick in your eye. That's for it sure. Was it was? I could have crashed and burned, even though I was scraping the bottom of the barrel on this one. Uh, <laughs> And I just say that with all due respect. These are very, very nice guys. It's just I'm, I'm just a mess. I'm a single mother with two kids, and I'm just a mess. And I'm going to stick to it's that story. It's not you. It's me. Did you tell Matt? <laughs> It's not you. It's me. It's me. How many times can I blame things on my kids? That's the one thing I love about parenthood because you can use that sick kid excuse at any chance. That's true. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, my kids this, or my other favorite one, I can't get a sitter. That's a good one. And uh, that comes in handy when you're trying to get out of things. It does. Yeah, like watching. It is hard to get a sitter. (laughs) 
Well, no, it truly is actually. Actually, this time of year, it is hard to get a sitter because everybody's on vacation. And even though the kids are out of school, you know, I actually needed a sitter uh, like a week ago Wednesday. You know, as I make a joke about this, I actually needed one. I couldn't find one. And out of respect to our friendship, I couldn't dump my two kids on you with your three kids. Thank you. Thank you. I'm about oh. to go nuts over here. Wow. Summer's almost over. Thank you, God. Oh, so what's going on in your world? Mm, um, I always complain now. I, I don't like this complaining business, but nothing. Just every, <laughs> We're stuck in the house because it's so hot, and the kids are just... Oh, um, the kids are being crazy because they're cooped up, and they're doing bad things, and that's... That's all I can say. Well, that's how it was with us on Monday because we had a problem with our air conditioning, and I can't afford to run it anyway, but we were at our wit's end at like 106 degrees, and it was lightning, and the kids couldn't go in the pool, and they were hungry, (laughs) and I was telling them, you have to be quiet. I have my radio show, and they just, um, yeah, they're crawling the walls, and the the heat just makes it terrible. It has been. It's making it terrible for me, for them, for all of us. And our air conditioner, I mean, it works, but I'm like, oh, my God, cha-ching, cha-ching. It's true. It's true. So. I know. It's like, you, you know, I go over to the to the thermostat and I'm like, do I really, really want to do this? I mean, when I grew up, I, you know, I grew up in rural country. So we would we would literally go jump in our lake, cool off and then walk upstairs and go back to bed because we had no other choice. So if it was, you know, 90 degrees and humid, you just that's what you did. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've totally well, at least you have a pool for goodness that's sake. True. That's true. That's true. I have a and it's clean. And it's, it's not clean. clean. Well, geez. What's wrong <laughs> so with you, lady? You could, I know you can come over and swim and not get gangrene. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yes. Christy, what happened to your foot? Well, I went swimming in Sands Pool and it just ate it right off. But I lost three pounds. But I lost three pounds. <laughs> you know, speaking of weight loss. Um, ah, we must a- we speak of this. I will speak of this. All you right. know, after eating 20 years of corn and gaining six pounds in six weeks, pound a week, woohoo. That doesn't um, sound so bad, though, when you put six pounds in, you know, one pound a week. But whatever, go ahead. <laughs> yes, it doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> Until you step on the scale and you go out with someone and you want to wear this pair of pants and you can't buckle them. Yes, yeah, that that's was my... <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I was like, oh, crap, none of my pants fit. Not one of them. And, uh, uh, stretchies, get your stretchies out. I know, I'm going to have to get my fat pants back, but you know, I gave most of my fat pants away. <laughs> I gave mine away, too. I'm like, dang it! Well, I think I sold them at a garage sale. There's no chance of me getting them back. Oh, well, I stuffed them in those big orange boxes that are all over the country, you know, for like Planet Aid. I'm just like, take it, take it. I'm never going back to you, fat pants, and now I'm like, where or where have my fat pants gone? I know. Well, uh, well, today's show, we're going to talk about dance. And, you know, the one thing I love about dance is that it's free in this economy. You know, you don't need a gym. uh, You don't need um, you don't need anything but some music and yourself or your kids. And I started doing all this research, um, Christy, about the benefits of dance. So I'm really excited to have Tracy on, uh, who is our dance expert. She taught a dance class this morning. I did not go. (laughs) But... (laughs) I did have a hamburger today sitting on the freeway, so does that I count? had a turkey burger today, but... You did? Did you eat the bun? I did. A oh, wheat bun. Whole wheat oh. bun. Oh, 
I ate the bun, the special sauce, and the French fries. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah I've, I know. I've fallen off the wagon. It's a good thing Rona's not here. She'd have to slap me around a little bit. Rona I, <laughs> You know what I did learn a couple weeks ago on, and I can't remember which show it was on, Military Mom or Motherhood, um, that when you cook with olive oil, if you cook it at high temperatures, it turns into like this bad saturated fat, and we're supposed to use coconut oil. I was really, al- oh. I was... Yeah, because I was dumping, you know, my olive oil into everything, cooking it away, frying it up into unhealthy things. I thought oh. that was really amazing. I didn't well, know how that. How come nobody said anything about that, like, last year when we were talking about all this stuff? Nobody brought that don't up. Oh, That's what happens when you get a new health and wellness expert. You learn different things. Dang it. I don't uh, know. That's annoying because it's it like, is- what's right? Anything that you've been doing you think is right and then it turns out to be wrong. It's very frustrating, especially like with respect to this health and wellness stuff. It seems like every study I read, then I turn around and it's like, oh, well, guess that was wrong. And, you know, now, you know, what is it? Tuna's full of toxins. Oh, man. I just had a bunch of tuna the other day. Yeah, well, you know what? You're toxic. I know. I know. Oh, yeah, it's just, but the the idea of dance, but here's, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to put my complaining hat on just for a second. All right, bring it. It's so hot. It's so hot in my house, and my kids are nasty. The idea of, like, turning on music and dancing, even though it's free, just isn't cutting it. (laughs) You know what? It's not, because I feel (laughs) the same way. I'm like, oh, we should go. A little sweat won't kill us. We should go outside and do something. And then I'm like, I walk out to the garage, because... The door is up because the kids have already been outside in the water. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, I'm going back in. I do not want to sweat. Just well, because it's so hot. It's sweating at 80 degrees feels good. Sweating at 111 is, like, deathly. Well, yeah, because you're sweating because it's hot, not because you're, like, exerting yourself. I know. I know. Well, I, you know, I was doing so good walking in the park every day and, you know, getting up and getting there. And it's like the other day I got there, it was 97. And I'm like, you know, and I had all my water and I had all my stuff and I know how to take care of myself in the heat, but I didn't want to because it's like, it takes the fun of the workout out. And I don't know who enjoys working out in 110 degree weather. People do. They were all over the park. I was like, oh my God, what's wrong? I know. Crazy. That's why. You know, and I don't even want to go on my elliptical because it's in the it's in the you know bathroom downstairs, which is you know probably 150 degrees because it sits in direct sunlight. Nice. You could just go sit there and sweat. Yeah, you could just stand on it. <laughs> just stand there, and bake in the sun. Oh, speaking of baking, I got to tell you, I had a presentation I had to make yesterday. I was so mad. I was so excited to find this really pretty tangerine, as Suzanne Sladek Wilson, you know, puts that color in our heads for the right. color of the year. I found this crunchy tangerine dress that fits perfectly it's stretchy where it needs to be stretchy fitted where it needs to be fitted has perfect sleeves looks beautiful on what do i do i fall asleep outside watching the kids without sunscreen burn myself beyond recognition i have to be red faced in a tangerine dress it was horrifying now that is not on her color list (laughs) no colors do not go together burned red face with tangerine <laughs> dress. So you fell asleep while you were watching the kids? That's not good. Yeah, they were in the pool, too. I was so <laughs> Yeah, cancel I, my kids coming over going swimming. Yes. <laughs> I was 
so tired. I just put my head back for a minute. And then Max and Zach, they got out of the pool. They're like, Mom, are you okay? And I'm like, what? And I, I was literally that tired. Um, I've got to Don't take drown, to- okay, guys? <laughs> I got to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Christy Holly, my lovely co-host. Uh, we're going to come back from the break, and we're going to welcome Tracy Costin, the woman we love to uh, acknowledge for her beautiful dressing and hair and all those things she does. We're going to talk to her about dance, which is her specialty. What does dance do? And the psychological benefits of dance. I had no idea there was so much to know about dance. So check with us back after the break, and then you'll know what I know. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love, got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly, and we are moms roasting in this California heat, but I got to tell you, it's hot all over the country. 
One of the guests that we have had on in the past who always looks perfectly appointed whenever we see her is coming on to our show today, Tracy Costin. We're glad to have her back. And we're going to talk about dance today. You know, we had a belly dancing show. We've had a a show about movement. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about dance as a form of exercise, as a form of uh, confidence building. There's a lot of psychological benefits of dance. I did not know this till I started doing research. Uh, for today's show. Tracy, are you with us? <clears throat> I'm sorry, my voice is coming in and out. <clears throat> can you, can you hear you me okay? <laughs> yes, we can hear okay. you just fine. Okay. So, Tracy, you probably know all this, that dance does so many things for our body, mind, and spirit. Yes, definitely it does. It what totally- do you th- think it does for you as a mom like when you teach like you taught a class this morning and i'm sure you dance regularly because you always look cute and fit um what do you think it does for you as a mom of two small children you know i think i said this um in the past um that it just really this particular dance um you know belly dancing in particular but it just makes you feel um, good. It makes you feel sexy, and it just it just gives you an overall good attitude, you know. Because when you feel good about yourself, I think I told you in the last time we were on that, um, you know, that I feel good when I go and spend money, right, and just buy myself something, and it's me time. Um, it's the same thing with dance. When you just feel good about um, how you feel when you're dancing, and you're just your mindset, it just all changes. And being a mom, sometimes you don't feel sexy. I mean, there are days when you just feel the most unsexy ever, of course, but um, when you can dance and you can um, just feel good about what you're doing at that moment, then it helps. It really helps because your kids can just, you know, drive you nuts on a daily basis. And Tracy, or Christy, you know a little bit about <laughs> that, that driving nuts on a daily basis. <laughs> Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Well, studies have actually backed up, girls, uh, what we're talking about. Some of the things that dance, um, dance has proven to do with these studies is to um, release toxins in our body while sweating. It develops our circulatory system. It improves our heart function. It reduces our stress. And my two favorites is that it tones arms, shoulders, and back, and it strengthens your legs. And that's... Um, I think part of what helps us feel good about ourselves is that way we look at our body image um, in relation to our day. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I know you said earlier that, um, you know, you don't need to join the gym to dance. You can can do it at home or you can even watch some of those um, TV infomercials they have now on Zumba or on any kind of dance. They have a fitness TV where you can watch dance shows and you can copy them. And that's great, but um, it's always good um, to do a class in person only because when you see it in person, you can really see what the instructor is doing as far as which muscles they're using and how they're exactly doing the movement because you don't want to hurt yourself. And that's the only thing. That's the only thing I always, um, I encourage people, you know, to dance at home and, and do those things. But it, it's the good thing about going to a gym or going to a dance class is that 
um, you do get the benefit of seeing it up close and, and because maybe at home you're doing it all wrong even though you think you're doing it right and you can really hurt yourself. So that would be the only, you know, the only thing because you don't want to, you know, every body is different and you definitely just want to be really, really careful. Well, in the social aspect of it, you know, like when I go to the right. Zumba class at 24-Hour Fitness, it's packed. And, you know, one time I went with a friend of mine's um, mom, and we're, you know, kind of the same age. And we were in there dancing for like an hour. And <laughs> Tracy and Christy, you know who I am. So I was just letting loose. I'm like, woohoo! Like, I don't care if I'm in rhythm. I'm just going, going, going. Right. And I had so much fun. And the lady I was with, my friend's mom, she was like not dancing it, not having fun. And it was very funny because when we were leaving, one of the ladies said, she goes, oh, it's so great that you get to work out with your daughter. And I was like, woo, I'm the daughter, I'm the daughter, you know, but that social, <laughs> that social aspect of it, I felt like I was 10 years old again in this group where everybody's dancing. There was this energy. It was kind of like a club, except it was a health club. Right, right. And um, definitely there's a social aspect to it. Um, it's definitely, you know, a psychological thing as well, is if you walk out of that class feeling re-energized, um, it'll just change your whole day. It'll change your attitude for that day. It just will. You'll be in a better mood because you feel like you've worked out, and uh, you'll just feel better about how you look and whatever you're wearing, and you won't feel like certain things that would normally bug you throughout the day won't, maybe, because of the fact that you did work out. But I will say it's really hard <clears throat> in this heat to, to, to get motivated. It's just really, it takes a lot out of you. It really does. It does. It doesn't, even matter. It doesn't matter if you're in great shape or not. It takes a lot out of everybody. It's just really, it seems like we went from 75, 80 to triple digits, and that takes a toll on your body. It does. It does. And it does. So I'm glad you said that because I feel like biggest couch potato going, I really, I don't feel like being outside. It's just too hot. I don't like to go to the gym. And then I'm hot all day in my house. And I'm, by the time like four o'clock rolls around, I'm a bitch. I'm just, (laughs) you know, I know like every every little thing bothers you and you just snap at everybody around you. And I'm the same way. <clears throat> Christy, yeah. what about you? What's happened over in the Holly Camp? Well, I, <laughs> it starts way before four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, <laughs> I'm just over here listening and going, "Yep, yep, yep," because you know, <laughs> I am a crazy person, and I know because I know part of it is I know because I want to exercise, and I just can't make myself do it. And the kids are, you know, I'm telling them, go outside, <laughs> go, go do something. When I know I should be out there with them, it makes me feel a little guilty. Me too. And, you know, and it's, I go, hard, it's hard to send them outside in triple digits. I mean, here the news people are telling you to even put your pets inside, and here you're telling your kids, go outside because they're driving you nuts. Like, you know? Get outside. You know? I know. I know. <laughs> At least they're through. quiet when they have heat stroke. <laughs> Try my best. Try my best. Try my best. No, I was thinking about the classes versus like doing it by yourself, and there's benefits I think to doing both things. Right. I like going to classes because even though you don't, most of the time you don't know like those people when you go, but when you keep going back, you kind of you start seeing the same people, and it's kind of like, oh hey, you know, you know, there's it's sort of an accountability thing, even though you don't know them. 
to go like, oh, hey, you know, just the, the, the small little chit-chat is nice. I mean, it's right. more fun going with your friends, of course, but to get to know those other people, you know, every week or however often you go, that's always fun. Sure. There's a pride thing about there's a pride thing about finishing the class. Like, yes, Tracy, because you do not want to be the one walking out in the middle of the class, right? Even right. though you're dying and you want to. Right. Well, like when we took that 24 sculpt class, do you remember that we didn't know what it was, and you had that that I don't know what it was that step board, and you put like three risers, and mine was on the floor, and then I laid on mine because I got so tired I couldn't finish the class. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I could see that determined on your face. You were like, I am not going to not finish this class. And you were doing your crunches. You were doing your sit-ups. At that point, I was laying on the board with the dumbbells on my chest. <laughs> and you, I just saw that determination. I saw that winner in you, too, that, that has to win yeah. at all costs. You were like, I'm going to finish this class. <laughs> well, that's I get all competitive when I go to classes. I can't help it. I but even, know. I've been in the workout rooms with you. I've been on the spin bike next to you going, well, my spin, thighs are like noodles. And you're like, keep going. I'm going. I'm going to finish. Well, spin bikes, dude, there's no way I'm going to get off my bike in a spin class. Not for, well, maybe for a million bucks. But no, I wouldn't. There's no way. Even as mad as I can be in one of those classes with some of the music that some of those instructors choose, it just like really makes you mad when they choose like something you know, very relaxing instead of music that will pump you up. Right, it makes right, me mad. Right. But I will not, not stop. That when the girl squirted you with a squirt gun in the class. Oh, well, she, she squirted us in our eyes. Thank you. Oh, no, I thought she were like, it's go time. Christy's going to take this girl out. <laughs> <laughs> with her Nemo thing. I'm like, oh, it's own. Yeah. It's but I, I, I miss going to the gym, to be honest. But it cost me a fortune. I can't afford to go there at the moment. With gas yep. prices being the way they are, mm-hmm. unless I carpool yeah. with people. Well, it's a 20-minute drive each way for us to get to the gym. I mean, there's a local gym in town, but for us to go to our gym, it's a 20-minute drive either way. And then if you want to do an hour, an hour and a half workout, who has that amount of time? And, I mean, both I drive a minivan. Christy drives a big SUV. You know, we're killing the environment every mile we go down and back. Well, I'm not worried about that. Not to be a jerk. <laughs> I'm not worried about the gas. It's all, it's all about me when it's hot. Right, screw the trees. <laughs> screw the trees. Didn't you watch the Lorax? No, I did not. I did okay, not yeah, watch I'm going to invite you over to watch the Lorax because the Lorax Disney movie or whatever it is, whoever made it, yes. Pixar, yeah. um, it makes me feel guilty now about, like, you know, killing the environment, killing trees. I'm so glad that Christy doesn't have that problem because maybe she can bust me out of my funk. Um, we've got to go to commercial break. Our guest today is Tracy Costin. We're talking about the benefits of workout, especially dance, because you only need music and yourself uh, to enjoy the benefits of dance which include conditioning the body, improved posture and muscle tone. It develops your back and shoulders so we can wear those cute little strapless dresses that we like. When we come back from the break, I found some egghead study to bore you guys with. No, not really. It's actually a really cool um, study that they did on the psychological benefits of dance. So if you are struggling with um, depression, fatigue, all these different things, dance may be an option to help you. Of course, not to take the place of medical personnel, but we're going to pretend we're doctors when we get back. (laughs) 
Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Lori Hurley, the social networking navigator, helps you overcome your overwhelm online and make social media easy. Every week, she shares the latest and greatest about social networking and welcomes industry experts and end users of different social media platforms to share their experiences moving their business forward online. Whether you are a Facebook fanatic or a lover of LinkedIn, Lori has you covered on all angles of social media, including Twitter, YouTube, blogging, Google+, and more. Lori shares her knowledge and love of educating others on all things social media with relevant material, engaging guests, and hot tips and techniques to help you soar down the social media highway. Join her every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Social Networking News Hour here on the WooHoo Radio Network. As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Try to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with my two gal pals, Christy Holly and Tracy Costin. And we are talking about dance and movement and uh, the challenges that we have as moms, especially during the summertime with the heat and the kids out of school. We're hoping nobody will kill their kids while we're on the air. You never know. Just stay tuned. <laughs> May happen. It could. <laughs> Mine are really quiet. I don't know. I'm afraid to go in the house and see what they're doing. Mine are out of the house. They're at their dad's. I'm like, oh, I can breathe. I love when the dad takes them at least just for, you know, a couple hours or a day or two here and there. It really does give me a good mental break. Um, 
But speaking of mental breaks, um, I want to talk this segment. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. The psychological benefits of dancing. And Tracy talked about this a little bit in the opening segment. And for those who missed our opening segment, you can pick us up on toginet.com. You can go to motherhoodtalkradio.com. Or you can go to iTunes and pick up the beginning of the show because it is really very interesting that such a what I think is such a very simple exercise, especially in the in the days of like ellipticals and you know soccer games and all these things that have rules and regulations. Yeah, there's rules and regulations for for dance, but <laughs> dance is something you can just do. You can just move. And I want to share with you girls about this body emotional movement study, which I thought was really cool. So go ahead and call me an egghead. 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 There. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> nice. Good support, girls. Um, <laughs> I was doing some research for today's show, and I saw this thing about the Max Planck Institute, and they did a study on body emotional movement. And what they did was they had like a little box that sat next to a computer, and they had either put people put like marbles from the top to the bottom or the bottom to the top. Very simple thing. But while they did this, there was a computer screen in front of them that asked them to think about, you know, the happiest moments of their life, wonderful memories that they had, people they love. And then they did the same study and had them think negative things, like what were some of the biggest traumatic moments in your life? What were things that were difficult for you? And what they found, which just makes kind of sense, was that when the people had to move stuff up and down, um, when they moved stuff up, their their mood elevated. When they were moving stuff down, like the down motion made them more negative. And then I started thinking about the words we use. Like when we're happy, we say we jump for joy, our spirit soars. And when we're sad, you know, like we're down, we're down and out, you know, that's the physical manifestation. But one of these experiments showed was that our body movement can affect the way we think. And we all know that the way we think affects our body. If we think sad thoughts, if we're, you know, thinking angry or depressed thoughts, we're probably going to lay down on the couch. We're not going to get up and go work out. When we're happy and elated, we get up and we move around and, you know, we kind of accept that as the status quo. But what this study showed was that when we do movement with our bodies, that our bodies are so tied with our emotions, we can actually change our emotional state from happy to sad just by the movements we do. So Tracy, my question for you is if you are teaching a class and you're in a down mood and you go in and you move, you know, joyfully and you move, you know, where your spirit's soaring even though you're not feeling it, do you find that by the end of that workout or that dance session you have changed your mood? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think I see that in a lot of my students because, um, you know, I have a lot of new students today, for example, and um, they had never taken a belly dancing class before. Um, And, you know, I, I was a little, as an instructor, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many different types of music I can use. There's so many different dance moves I can introduce. You know, I've got to do a total beginner class. How do I make it fun? And, and so, you know, I only have like two seconds to think about, you know, what I'm going to do because I've already brought the music that I'm going to use. And, um, 
And once I see throughout the class that it's going really well, they're having a good time, you know, I guess the pace is good for them, and I can see that they're enjoying it. I can see they like the music. I can see they're not getting it perfectly, of course. It takes a long time, but they're enjoying it. And at the end of the class, when they tell me, hey, you know, I'm going to come back, or I really liked it, or, you know, I love this, and it makes um, it makes all the difference in the world. And I think to encourage that and to keep their confidence up, um, that to encourage them to keep on coming back and to really get into it, um, I think you know, one always has to think ahead of where, you know, what is this going to do for me in the future? And I, that's why I always like all my students to, to perform, to do either a little, you know, some type of, um, you know, recital, dance recital, or, you know, at the studio, or if it's a school-related venue, you know, in their talent show, whatever the venue is, um, just so that they can have the confidence of dancing in public and, and just feel so good about, you know, their rewards of, of taking the class. So in this particular dance, um, it's so great because with belly dancing, you have so many, you know, times that you can perform and you, know, you can go to a Middle Eastern restaurant and, and they might have, you know, student night where they allow students to dance and you just um it just builds up your confidence and you just feel motivated and you just naturally feel good about yourself so it's all psychological and physical it all you know ties in together definitely well and is belly dancing a good workout i know my confidence goes up and christy we've talked about this on the air that when we're feeling thinner and fitter and stronger and healthier we feel more confident you know when we are not so much is belly dancing a really good workout? You know, it really is. Um, I So many people have asked me that throughout the years. And, you know, um, it's funny because some people that have taken it for years from a certain instructor will say, I didn't think it was a workout. It really depends on the instructor and what kind of belly dancing they're teaching because there's so many different types. You know, there's tribal, which is more floor yoga work, and there's, you know, Turkish, and there's Egyptian, and and so I teach mainly Egyptian, and it, it is a workout. You can make it as much of a workout as you want. As an instructor, you can either make a really easy, slow class if you don't think they're going to enjoy a fast, you know, you know, a heart rate type of aerobic dance that day, or you can pump it up. Um, I always just observe the class and see, okay, can they handle, you know, I'm going to put on a drum, you know, a drum music, and we're going to do a, you know, a four-minute drum. And, um, you know, I just kind of look at the class, but it can be very aerobic. It's very good um, for your upper body, and it's very good for your thighs if you do um, a lot of the movements on your tippy toes. It's very good for your, for your thighs. Ooh. What do you butt. think, Christy? And your butt. <clears throat> Ooh, on your butt. Butt work. Yeah. Yeah, butt work, definitely. So, Christy, do you think the next time Tracy tre- teaches her class we should go? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you have yeah. not taught till you have taught us in the classroom. I promise yeah. I won't lay down in the back like I did in the 24-hour fitness class. <laughs> I was well, gassed. That was brutal. Yeah. Well, you know, my class, the good thing is that every week it changes. You know, I may do... You know, I might bring in veils one day and do veils. I may do, you know, strictly work on, you know, the hip moves or, you know, every every class will be different. So you don't feel like you've lost anything or you're walking into something that's been going on because it's not that type of a class. 
Oh, so it's not like the step classes where like I'm going right, they're going left and we can't, if you don't know the movements, because even in Zumba, I found, you know, and I've taken, I mean, it's not like I haven't had dance lessons. I took dance lessons from the time I was five years old till I went to college at 17. So it's not like I'm unfamiliar with merengue and certain steps, but that Zumba class, they had all these little routines. And when I got in there, I was already behind the eight ball. Right. Yeah. it's really hard. I mean, Christy, do you find the same way when you, or does that not bother you? You know what? When I'm taking a class that I have no idea that I'm brand new to, you know, Zumba, uh, step, anything, it's, I sort of go in the back and I am so focused on trying to do what that teacher's doing, the instructor's doing that I don't really care what all those other people think. And it's actually, it makes the time go by faster because I'm concentrating on, you know, the right movements and stuff. So it doesn't bother me. But what does bother me is if I'm not getting a workout while I'm doing that, when I, I'm on the phone, just a minute. Um, You know, I feel like I'm wasting my time if I don't get a good workout, if I'm not sweating. So I, you know, so I try, whenever I go to those classes, I try and give it my best and all the intensity that I can because that hour is like gold to me. So I don't care what I look like usually as long as, as I'm moving around. Buddy, I can, as her workout buddy, I can attest to that. You do <laughs> well, give 150%. That's a, great, that's a great attitude to have. I mean, then that, you're, you should just be focused on yourself because it's your time for learning. You're paying for that. So it's your, you know, that, that's a great attitude to have. Well, sometimes it's the only time in the day, Christy, like when we would go to that 630 spin class, that was the only time, A, I got with you like person to person, but it was the only time we ever got just to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like, I mean, we could talk, but we have to move. Yep. I go, and you're tough. I'll tell you, you know, she, when we go this, like those three or five mile hikes that we do, she's like, I'm crying going up this big hill. I'm like, I can't breathe. And you're like, keep going. Like, I can't feel my legs. Just keep walking. There's stumps. Just keep walking. And you're really good that way. Stop talking and keep walking. That's awesome. I'm like, I need to stop. You're like, no, you don't. Then you're like, did you bring your water? Where is your water? She doesn't like to carry your water. I don't. I carry like a huge jug because I'm afraid I'm not gonna. I'm gonna die of dehydration. She doesn't carry any water. Just no. saying. Oh, that's not good. <clears throat> I know. I'm t- I, t- I tell her that all the time. <laughs> Think you're gonna get my water? No, I will share my water with you. I know, and you have carried my water before in the backpack, and you've carried my phone, because I don't like to carry anything with me um, when I walk and work out. I don't know. I think I like need to like flee a wild animal or something, so I can't have anything on my back. Uh, i got to take us to commercial. Yes, good resistance. i got to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Christy Holly and Tracy Costin. We're talking about dance and working out and um, the different emotional states that we go through and the psychological benefits of dancing. Uh, Come back with us after the break, and we're going to talk a little bit more about what movement does in respect to our day-to-day, in-out, happy, sad, depressed, fear, negative, all those things that happen to us as moms and how we can use movement to push ourselves out of those negative states. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful no matter what they say. 
If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Have you been laid off? Fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. And I love when Christy has her kids on the show with us because it makes me feel better about yesterday's show with the barking dogs, the screaming kids, and the power outage. <laughs> Yes, I love to make other people feel better. You know what? You do a very, very good job on it. Um, you know, um, it was funny because I was reading at the chat during the break about, you know, the next segment is just what uh, Robin was talking about here in the kitchen with her kids about a guy using exercise to battle depression instead of comfort food. And I can tell you with the PTSD shows that we did where depression is a common um, a common uh, symptom within the big umbrella of symptoms that have to do with post-traumatic stress, um, that depression is very well managed um, by working out, by physical movement, if you can get yourself up and moving. And um, Tracy and Christy, I want to ask your opinions on this, because 
I've noticed something. Okay, when I got back from vacation, I decided I was going to keep track of my mood using this cool little iPhone app called a mood tracker. And yeah, it's really, it was really interesting. So what I did was I noticed that on the days I was sedentary, meaning I didn't go to the gym and I didn't work out, I didn't go to the park and walk, I didn't do any dedicated exercise. Now, I still washed my kitchen floor. I still cleaned my pool. So it's not like I wasn't moving. I wasn't just sitting at the computer all day. But on those days, I ranked things like hopeless, depressed, fear, negative, all these different criteria higher on the scale than the days that I had given myself what I call concentrated movement, which was either to go to the gym, to take a walk. And it was a actual, I'm not working in the house. I'm not doing any yard work. I'm going to go and take this one hour just for me and I'm going to move. And it was just, you know, walking, running, swimming, that kind of thing. But there was a huge corollary, what I found in my mood tracker on the days that I did have movement versus the days I don't. So I'm going to go to Tracy first and ask her if you've ever experienced the same thing. Um, I have. I think that, um, you know, it depends. Sometimes it, it just depends on how your day is going. You can just wake up and it's just going to be a bad day no matter what you do. And it, you know, we're human and we just can't control our emotions or our mood sometimes. It's just the way it's going to be. But it, it is true. You know, when they say, you know, exercise is, is great for, you know, for your body, it's great for your mind, it's not just a phrase that they're saying. It really is true. There are benefits to, to just getting up and moving no matter what it is because it just changes your whole mindset. It's just the way it is, and it, and it makes your whole attitude change on, on whatever it is that you're doing, whether you're at work, working on a, an important project, or you're at home. It just changes your your whole attitude. So I, I truly believe that's true. And it's not just, you know, when you see it on a commercial about doctors saying, oh, you know, the best thing is to, you know, to, for losing weight is just moderation and exercise. And, and it just seems like, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's true. It's all exercise. It's really, it affects your whole body and it, it affects how you, you just perceive your whole day. I totally agree with that. It is Trace um Christy, how about you? <laughs> yes, I will say I agree with that one hundred percent. Um for me, if I when I'm exercising, I I usually it's every day when I am doing it and I feel fantastic. And the minute like I don't do it, I I get into a funk. And then it's really, really hard to bring me out of it. And until I start exercising again, I, I don't know, I mean, it affects my whole, it affects, it affects everything about me, my mood, my confidence, my parenting, everything, and it sucks that just <laughs> that one thing can, you know, tip me upside down, and, and and I don't know why my mind sometimes can't make me, like, I know what's good for me, like, get out there and just move, I never regret exercising, ever, you know, so I just, I don't know. It, it affects me, like, 100%. Yeah, and that's so funny because you would think, you know, it's like we're supposed to, you know, you know, do things in our life that are, you know, make us feel good. And I know when I'm done with the workout, I feel 
on top of the world. It's just getting there. And once I get there, every once in a while, I have a system failure and I stay about 15 minutes and leave. But most of the time, I can stay, do my workout, and come back and feel great. Do you guys have any idea what it is that holds us back? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I hope it's not like the success of it all because <laughs> I'm being held back because I don't really want to be skinny. Right. That, would, that would just be awful. I'd be terrible be, if I was fit could, and healthy. You know, oh, my God. It could just be maybe, um, you know, maybe you went to the gym one day with a whole attitude of, I'm going to take this class, whatever it was. Maybe it's a Zumba class. I'm going to take this class. It's going to be great. I, You know, I have a brand new little hip scarf on. It's going to be great. And you walk in, and maybe it wasn't so great. Maybe you had some snotty girls next to you, some 20-year-olds with little perfect figures, and they're looking at you funny, and maybe the class wasn't fun for you. And so then you decide, well, maybe I don't want to go back because then you start feeling discouraged. I can totally see that happening. I've had people tell me that before, and it's really too bad that that happens. I think that's I think that discourages people sometimes from from doing it because they had a bad experience. But, um, you know, you just have to always think that it's about you and what benefits you're going to get out of it. And, you know, like Christy said, she doesn't care what other people think when she's exercising or how she looks. She's there for her benefit. So um, I think that sometimes discourages people when they just didn't have a good experience or they didn't come out of the class thinking they were going to get what they, you know, what they thought or, you know, it just takes one person to to ruin it for you. You know, I I can see that happening a lot, especially in L.A., you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of it. I mean, I think I've had some of my most negative experiences at the gym. I mean, I love to work out and I love that feeling. I love all those things. But there is a part of me, you know, and I remember one time, like with the Bitty Girls, I was, and <laughs> Christy, you remember this. Do you remember I was like running on the treadmill and those two mean girls were standing there waiting for the Zumba class? And I was like, by God, I don't care that you're half my age. I'm going to run this, you know, five minute mile and I don't care. I'm going to do it. I mean, I was crippled for like three days after. I don't care if I die. I did it though. I did it. I had perfect form. I was sweating nicely. I sweated like somebody on TV. I wasn't like, you know, with my hair in my mouth and, you know, my eyes all runny. I was beautiful. I was sweating and jogging and I never did it again, but I did it once. Yeah, there, there you go. There you go. Oh my gosh. Um, that's funny. I remember that very well, actually. <laughs> I did. I called you. I'm like, and they were watching me run the whole time. And I ran and I ran, Christy. I ran. I, I couldn't feel my feet. I was dying, but I ran. <laughs> She's all, I can't walk anymore, but <laughs> I did it. I couldn't. I couldn't even get out of my minivan. I had to lift one leg up to put it on the ground oh, and then slide the other leg up and push myself out of the seat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Good old days. It's called pride. That's when you want to have a little. You want to have a little step stool in the back of the van when those days happen. Are you kidding? I need a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do oh. think like working out, like Tracy and Christy. I know the times I have, especially Christy. I've worked out with you so much. Um, if I don't feel like working out, I still get the benefit of seeing you. So I want right. to, we've only got a couple minutes left in the show. I want to talk about a workout buddy and how important that is. Um, even if it's to go to the same dance class together or Christy, you talked about, you know, making new friends in your class. I know there have been many times when I didn't want to work out, but I knew I got to see you. Right. Me too. Me too. It's like, uh, 
you know, but, but seeing you and not wanting to let you down as opposed to not letting myself down, um, <laughs> that right, works. I let myself down all day long, but not you. <laughs> right, no problem. But it's like, oh, I, you know, I told her I'd meet her at the park. I, you know, I have to get there whether I am, you know, want to or not. And once I get there, then all is well. You know, I just, yeah. it's, it's getting over all the obstacles in my house to be able to get there. You know, it's the kids going like, where are you going? Where are you going? We want to go. And, and, you know, making sure that my husband is here and, and that it's all clear for me to leave. You know, those are, those are things that hold me back. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think, you know, it's like that time too, when you got there and I was walking with somebody else and I'm like, oh my God, I'm cheating on Christy. Totally I cheating to on me. I'm, I'm like, like oh. I to go. Like, I can't believe my eyes. My eyes. My eyes. (laughs) I ended it within half a mile. I I turned around and found you. (laughs) Like, I just didn't want to dump her. (laughs) Right in front of me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, so Tracy, what do you think about about workout buddies? What? Uh, Tracy, what do you think about workout buddies? Oh, I, I think it's great. And I think for... What I just mentioned when, you know, if you're, if you're new to a class and you're by yourself and, and this happens to you, if you had somebody with you, I think your whole attitude might have changed during that class. You know, maybe your experience wouldn't have been so bad. It always is great to have a workout buddy. Always. Someone, you know, it, it helps you, you know, strengthen numbers, as they say, you know. And also because um, it just motivates you to, like Chrissy said, to get there and to do it because you're doing it for the other person. So, um, and that person is thinking the same thing about you. So, it's like it's like getting there is hard, but once you're there, it's it's great. And definitely, it um, it totally um, makes a difference when you're with somebody. It just helps you get through the class quicker too. It just does. Yeah, I don't think I would have laid down either on the step thing with the things on my chest if Christy hadn't been there. <laughs> You mean you would have not been in there? You would have worked out. I would have laughed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> First of all, I probably wouldn't have been in the class. Second of all, I would have left the minute I had fell off the step like I did the first thing. I'm like, oh, forget it. Oh, you guys, this was a one. Uh-oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk.